Hi, my name is Mark Johnson. I'm the National Customs and Trade Control Director at Coonanagle. I'm also known affectionately in Coonanagle UK as Mr Brexit. And I know that a lot of people are tired of wading through the news and trying to figure out what the impact of the UK leaving the EU will have on their business. This podcast will cover the burning questions we're all asking about how Brexit will affect trade and the logistics industry. I'm pleased to be joined by Lizzie Wilden uh, for this podcast. Lizzie is one of our customs management team members. She's currently responsible for implementing new standalone customs brokerage customers, and she'll be asking the questions for this edition. So, Lizzie, welcome to this podcast. Thank you very Over much. to you. <laughs> so, Mark, a lot's happened since the UK government wrote formally to the EU on the 12th of June 2020, advising them that they'd neither seek nor agree to an extension to the transition period. Can you let us know what else was introduced on the 12th of June 2020? Yeah, so the government has reacted to the industry and businesses ask for an extension on the transition period. Whilst they're not prepared to give the extension to the transition period, they have confirmed that they will bring in a light touch and pragmatic approach to imports. That's imports for non-controlled goods where importers will have six months to do the final declaration. Of course, control goods are no different than they are for third country today. So as from the 1st of January, control goods will need a full customs declaration prior to submitting it into the country. It's great. The trouble is it obviously doesn't apply to exports. Why doesn't it apply to exports? Well, because exports really are controlled by the EU. We can't provide any staging on the outward bound movement because we are reliant on the EU to give us some sort of staging for their imports, which they have said they're categorically not going to do because if we leave, we will become a third country country if we don't have an EU-UK free trade agreement. Excellent. So really interesting. Can you give us a high level view of the staging approach that the UK government has announced for imports with effect from the 1st of January 2021? Yep, happy to do that. So as I mentioned, it's non-controlled goods. So importers will have six months to complete their declarations, full declarations to customs. So that means they can also defer their payments of duty and taxes. And actually all that's required if you're going to take that staged approach is the importer just has to provide their GB Aurori number at the time that goods are moving the border. So whoever's carrying the goods must have the GB Aurori number. Importers, they've got to keep an entry in their declarance record. So effectively, whatever moves through January, February, March, April, May and June will need to be kept in their counting package or in their records of what came in, when it came in and time it came in so that they can do the final declarations as from July. A very important thing here is that this staging is on a rolling basis. So goods that came in in January have to be entered in July. Goods that come in in February have to be entered in August and so on until we get to December. But obviously once in in July, 
we will be completing the declarations as normal with full declarations prior to arriving plus catching up on the Januaries. So that's the, the that is the first stage. To be able to do that, importers have really got to apply for the Customs Freight Simplified Procedure. So another acronym, CFSP, they'll need to apply with either the entry and declarance record procedure or the simplified frontier declaration. So they will need that as from the 1st of July. So they have effectively from now through to maybe the end of June to get that CFS application in and approved if they want to do it on their own behalf under their own authorization. However, one other element that the government has introduced, and that's the removal of joint liability exposure when using an intermediary's CFSP. So it does mean that if importers choose not to apply for CFSP, they can come to a Kunanagel or an intermediary and ask us to use our CFSP because the government have removed the joint liability exposure. The only criteria that we have set is from the 1st of January through to the 1st of July, you can use our CFSP, but we will not use our own EIDR. It has to be under the importer's own entry in their records, simply because we won't have any, any control over their uh, over their. Uh, submissions because it's all in their records we won't have that visibility excellent is that similar to the tsp authorization that was in place before does it follow a similar model yeah very good question uh, lizzie it is very similar there's some some little changes but of course it can't be called tsp because that's a transitional simplified procedure but effectively it is the same the differences are that under tsp tsp after the six months you had to do all of your submissions in that last month i.e month seven whereas this is a rolling a rolling process so as i mentioned already you don't have to do it all in the one month so yeah. would you recommend that they do it as they go along so sub- submit them as the shipments are coming in rather than wait until the last minute and do them uh, I, I mean if it was me as an importer i would absolutely do them as from january if you can because the last thing you want to do is get to july where you're trying to reconcile all of your declarations that are coming through january and then do your own submissions for the goods that are coming in July so yeah I would absolutely recommend people start from the word go as they need to go on exactly it could be a bit of a nightmare otherwise couldn't yeah, it yeah so the so so the other element around stage one is obviously those controlled goods so that's the likes of excise goods alcohol tobacco drugs etc that has to have a full declaration as from the 1st of January so then the other two stages that were out, uh, that, that were also offered really is only stage two is a, is a bit of an easement and that is regarding all products of animal origins lots of examples of that pet food honey milk etc and, and plant and plant products the the sanitary and phytosanitary requirements the government are giving us the first or giving industry the first three months where they don't have to produce that certification prior to the departure out of the EU port. As from the 1st of April, all of that certification will need be needed prior to a vehicle getting on a ferry or a train to come to the UK. So the easement is just those three months before the 1st of April. And, and I then, take it I take it that then includes CVED, CEDs and peach certificates alongside those, those Absolutely. It covers all of that sort of uh, documentation that is required for those those types of products. And then the stage three, which is the announcement, is actually from the 1st of July. All your declarations needed to be made at the point of import and, and all the duties paid at that point. So that is the three stages. Two further announcements were just around the £15 million support package.
packages to boost the customs intermediary sectors. So that's on top of the 34 million that was given last year. The government have recognised there's still a massive shortfall. So they've released another 50 million pounds to help that side of the industry. And the final one was the UK government committing to a 700 million pound plus new border ready infrastructure facilities across the UK, which will split around infrastructure systems and staffing. So another big chunk of money that's going to be out there. And that's a lot to do with border control points being up and ready to actually accommodate everything that's going to be required after we've gone past stage two, which is that animal product. So it'll be able to provide the facilities, etc. Sure. So talking about government announcements, the UK government also announced the release of the border operation model on the 13th of July 2020. Can you advise us what this is designed to do? Yeah. Um, so the border operating model, yes, released, available on the gov.uk website, is designed to inform businesses who have obviously EU, UK, EU border activity and what needs to be done. It's been constructed to align with the staged approach that we just talked about that was uh, announced on the 12th of June. It covers imports and exports. It covers control goods and non-control goods. And obviously it covers all product types. For example, what we've talked about, foodstuffs, excise duty, control goods, live animals, etc. And and it's effectively, it's an operating model that tells you what you need to do and what you need to get ready for for the end of this year. Excellent. So two other areas that seem to be getting a lot of press from the recent announcements are GVMS and Smart Freight. Can you tell me a bit more about those as well? Another acronym. We love acronyms. We love acronyms uh, and customs, (laughs) indeed. (laughs) So GVMS, it stands for Goods Vehicle Movement Service. So this is a system that the government wants to introduce, which will gather the customs procedures that will apply on consignments that are loaded to vehicles pre them departing out of the EU or on exports pre them departing out of the uh, out of the GB. However, it's really important that for the period between the 1st of January and the 1st of July, this system is only going to be available and be used for the Northern Ireland border. Or actually one other area would be ports where they're doing imports and they don't have an existing system, so non-inventory link. So that's sort of Roro ports row row being roll on roll off ports where you where they wish to offer transit they can use the gvms system to be a digital recording as the office of transit as goods go through the port so two particular ports that that fall under those category are dover and Folkestone, and i.e the ferry and and the train for yeah. the kent corridor so obviously that is a massive volume throughput every day so i would suspect that both those ports will take gvms but that's the only way they can use it so it's only as from the first of july that we will see that GVM system, GVMS system running at its full capacity where you'll be able to record all of those procedures before. It's not until the 1st of July. So the second system is Smart Freight. So Smart Freight is an app that the government are in the process of designing, which will hopefully support all businesses and effectively support the country in, in, in its endeavour to keep goods moving through the Kent Corridor. So it is predominantly designed to sort 
sort of effectively put in a technical solution that will perhaps reduce the need for Brock, which is the Brexit operation for the congestion in Kent, which was put in place for all the previous day one no deal planning. So effectively, what it's going to do is it will enable a driver to go onto the app. He's picked up a load. It'll ask him questions. Have you got a load on your vehicle? If it's yes, have you got your customs declaration? If you haven't got your customs declaration, you need to get your customs declaration. If you have got your customs declaration, in theory, it will give you a authorization code which will enable you to get into the port of Ken. What we're really hoping is this will complement the UK border ready infrastructure, particularly around exports, so that a driver can always go to a location where he can try and get documentations if he hasn't got documentations. It would be great if these locations were also manned by HM Revenue and Customs and Border Force. So when a vehicle goes into this facility, he goes into the facility, he shows his documents, he goes through customs, he goes through Border Force, and he can leave border ready with that authorization number that enables him to just drive into Ken straight up to the booth, get onto the ferry or the train and go straight across. But the important thing is with both of these two new systems, they are still in design phase. They are not ready to go yet. So do we know roughly when they will be ready to go? Will it be by the 1st of July, as you said, for the deadline? Well, actually, Lizzie, that's a really important question because it's about being ready for the 1st of January. So for GVMS, the two areas that will be ready for the 1st of January or need to be ready for the 1st of January are the Northern Ireland border and for those ports, mainly row row ports where there are no existing systems. For smart freight, it has to be ready for the 1st of January because that's when it's needed. So the government are under extreme pressure to get both in place as soon as possible. Of course. And I, I know that a lot of traders are really worried about the impact of Brexit on congestion at port. So it's really good to hear the government is putting stuff in place to ease that. Totally. Moving on. So how is the UK government going to reach out to all traders regarding the changes that will take place at the end of the year? So that's again, as we have with the day one no deal scenarios last year, the government has, has already, as from the beginning of last week, started its end of transition campaign. So you might, you might have already seen some of the adverts on television. So it's, it's all around check change and go that's their tagline and that's about getting ready to the end of the transition so again they're going to reach out directly but there will be local radio television i think this campaign will be far far greater than any of the previous day one no deal campaigns because of the certainty as far as the government is concerned that we will have new procedures at the end of the year going into 2021 so it will definitely be the first of january you're not likely to see any extensions to that at all Absolutely. Government is categorically, they're clear. They wrote on the 12th of June saying they neither seek or agree to an extension. That's been written formally. So I cannot see any reason why we would go beyond the 1st of January 2021. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Ah, That brings us to the end. And thank you for listening, everybody. I hope it's been a useful insight to the world of Brexit and in particular, the end of the transition period. Tune in next time for even more updates and information to get yourself ready for January 2021. Thank you.